Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with here, Zahar and Lucas. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. I have quotes from Elliot Friedman and just things happening around the league. Uh, busy day today. Um, happy Easter to everyone that's celebrating Easter. Or, sorry, Good Friday and then Happy Easter for uh, this weekend. Um, we're recording a podcast on Good Friday. I don't know how Lucas is doing it. I'm Orthodox, so I celebrate in like a month or so. So I'm not really. This is just a long no, we do it. for me. We do it all today. So no, no meat today for me, sadly. Yeah. But on Sunday, I can drink beer again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So happy Easter. Happy long weekend to those that don't celebrate. Those who do celebrate, happy Easter. Um, and let's just get right into it. Um, Leafs. Uh, Leafs lose the Oilers 3-2 in overtime, and uh, we beat the Jets uh, in a very good game. I was really happy about it. Um, I was wonder why I was ups- I was upset. Why were you upset? Because huh? I, why were you upset? That was a great game. I don't because I only watched I only watched one period of it because I had work. <laughs> oh, the first period was the best period. After that, it kind of like stifled off. See, if I'm gonna be honest, if you're the Leafs, isn't that the exact kind of game that you want to play? Yeah, but in the past, those are from like a, just from a wins perspective. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how you want to play. But from the past, we've learned that um, those are not very good games to watch because they usually blow a lead, and thankfully they didn't blow the lead, and everything was good. So, yeah, I don't care. I I'm one of those people. I don't care if you if you win. I don't care if it's boring. I don't care if it's entertaining. Just just like just win. Just win. I don't care. Yeah, I know. But like previously, if we if we'd go like let's say two uh, three uh, three one into the fourth uh, into the third period, there's a fourth period. High, sorry, third period. There were high chances that like uh, the Leafs wouldn't come out of that with a W. Yeah. But things did change, and they're playing a lot better defensively. I think they had. Can like I say something. Ten... I want to say something. I want to say something right now. Right now. Okay. I want to pat myself on the back for something. For what? I want to. I want to say, out of us two, who was the one after the Leafs lost six of seven who thought that the world was going to come down and the world was collapsing? Who out of the two of us thought that the world was collapsing? I never thought the world was collapsing. I was just saying that hey. this team is this good that this thing, uh, a seven game uh, or six game skid, should not happen to this type of team. That's all I'm saying. I would never said the, the world's crashing. I never said that they're not the best team in the division. I just said that they're so good that this shouldn't be happening to them. But who was the one who wasn't worried at all? Wasn't, you know, even phased by it. Just didn't even feel like it was, it was worth complaining about. Oh, it was me. It was yeah, me. It was, you. it was you. I have to give How you that. funny. And now. Hilarious. Have, and now in the past four of, in the past five games, they've gotten a point and they've won four of their last five. Yep. Matthews and looks good. Oh, goaltending looks good. That okay, that wrist looks amazing. By the way, like I, I know Hyman got the goal. How many posts is that freaking guy gonna hit in a, in a game? Yep. So I think it's at how, like nine. How now. amazing would it have been if Marner did Marner made freaking Logan Stanley, poor guy, into a break dancer? And Matthews yeah, that was one times we one times it right off the post and Hyman Hyman cleans it up. Yeah. But I am so proud of myself because the Leafs are now because the Leafs are exactly where you want them to be. You would want them to be in the position that they were before, where they were like, remember they were 10 points up on first? Holy crap. Yeah, I think like, it was like the most crap. was like nine or something, or eight or yeah, nine. Now there's, and now there's three points out, which obviously is a lot less, but, but they have a good cushion. 
And if they win today, which fingers crossed that, that they do, especially in regulation, five points up. And we also have a game in hand. So that's and a good. game in hand. Um, so yeah, so it's the Leafs played good against uh Oilers. It was literally a break, it was a two-on-one the other way. Like it'd be nice for Hutchison to save that, but Hutchison played good that game. I, um, I don't think you could blame I don't think you could blame the game on him. You could there's an no, argument for the overtime the winner. The entire the game was not his fault. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. Like the two goals that they scored were like two weird bounces, no? Yeah, uh, the first two... the first one was a breakaway. The first one was a breakaway. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I'm, yeah, not, yeah, I'm not really gonna I'm not really gonna I don't like blaming goals goalies on breakaways. I just don't. Yeah. Um and, and then, then the second, second one was a crazy bounce. The second one, Larson Larson slap shot at it. It looked like it was going ten feet wide and it hit Kyle Turris in the ass, it went in. So yeah. Well, we got a point out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, McDavid and Drysaddle, like all, on the overtime goal, McDavid was part of that. But for the most part, McDavid and Drysaddle were quiet. They didn't really do anything. Nothing crazy. Like in the second game, the first game, they were unreal. It was the, yeah, in in the, the second fir- game yeah, they yeah. chilled out. Yeah. Um. So good to see they're playing better defensively. They're playing a lot better. I think they let like five shots it for the Jets in the third period. Yeah, the Jets only had five shots in the third, which is, from, from a Leafs perspective, that's suppression. Yeah, <laughs> that that's suppression, successful. and that's really good. I like it's Yeah, it's good on them. Um, So I want to talk goaltending. We kind of started uh, talking can, can about I, this. Can I do one thing before we, before we talk goaltending? Yeah, yeah, go for it. What does this power play have to do to get a fucking goal? Okay, so the power play did look good. Like, they didn't look bad. First of all, they can't get in and stay in the zone. That's the that's, problem. Is they that's can't, the problem. They can't get into the zone and get set up. Once they get set up, they're getting chances and they're doing really well. And it's just know. not going in. But they're just not. They can't get set up. I don't know if this was like the Oilers game or the Jets game, but they had te- uh, five shots within the first, like within the power play. So they have chances. I think that was the they're, Oilers game. I think that was the Oilers, Oilers game. game. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Mike Smith apparently is just goddamn amazing again, and it's ridiculous. Um, but how yeah, stupid so- is he making? How stupid is he making both of us look right now? Yeah, but it's like it's like eventually, if you like try to like sign the exact same player, eventually there's gonna be a good year. Actually, I don't know about that, but uh, like- I don't know about that. <laughs> Ask the Canucks about Louis Erickson. Yeah, um, I think if you put enough baskets or enough eggs in some baskets, then eventually something's gonna hit. Um, hey, he looks amazing. Easter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's we're getting chances. We're not being able to set up properly. That's I think the thing that's hurting us the most. But they are do, having chances. They're hitting posts a couple times, and there's just these weird bounces. I think it's gonna be the weirdest goal that's I, gonna go in, and I, it's everything's I, gonna break. I need a goal. I like. Like the way they need to break the sump is to literally bounce a puck off of Wayne Simmons' ass or Joe yeah. Thornton's ass and just yeah. you know and get a goal that way. Because that's but the it's only also... that's the other way it seems like they're gonna they're gonna get a goal. But it's also for like the first 25 games or so, like their PDO for the power play was just unsustainable. Oh, they had like a power play goal a game. They yeah, literally had was, like a power play goal. It was goal at a game. like 50% or something like that. Like it was something ridiculous. And it wasn't sustainable. So like it we could have expected it to crash eventually. And it crashed hard. It's like been 23 power plays where they haven't scored yet. So it's not. They, I think that I think what they would. So so with the format that they have, I understand this, the personnel that they have. But I keep thinking like, OK. 
I think I, I think I think the first the first unit is Riley up top, Marner and Matthews on their off wings, uh, Thornton in the Thornton in the slot, and Simmons in front of the net. Yeah, I think if you swap Thornton and JT, you'll get a much better. Um, I think you'd get a much better uh, power play from that. Um, see, the, uh, the thing is, like, I don't want to overanalyze like their power play. It's because they're good. We know that they're good and they can score. I literally think they're just overthinking this. That's what I think it is. It's I don't think it's anything like out of the blue or anything like moving players around. It, I think maybe moving players around makes like some difference. But I, just I think, think if you move, I think if you move those two players, I think if you move those two players, I, I think I think that they would finally get out of the stupid skin. You know, just just like get get one. You know, yeah. I think that I think if they I think if they switch that up. I think if they just tried it, if you just try it, see see what happens. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, t- I want to move on to uh, goaltending. Uh, Elliot Friedman today was on the news on the radio and had this to say when it came to um the Leafs. So this is from account for hockey. He just like kind of re re talked about like what he said. Um, Elliot Friedman said on five ninety the uh sports five ninety that it sounds like to him that the Leafs will make a decision on whether they need a, an additional goaltender um, in the middle of next week, telling teams they're not going to do it unless they have to because they don't have a lot of cap room. Um, they have done their due diligence, uh, thinks they're going to call Arizona or Buffalo. Not sure if they called Calgary, but it would make sense for... Um, let's start back up in Calgary. Uh, Redditch. Uh, Redditch, yeah. So he, I think he's a UFA or something, but like he's he's good. Uh, Leafs asking Campbell to be out, honest about how he feels. Uh, all info points that uh, Anderson will return uh, during the season. Um. So he t- also talked about like some other stuff that the Leafs might do. Top top six forward is the top goal. Secondary is uh goal. The secondary goal is defenseman or a goalie. Uh, if they can make the cap work, uh, thinks Dubis can knows what exactly he wants to do, and he probably will do it. Uh, there are teams who think Dubis had a move in his back pocket, so I don't know what that is. We'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, okay, I wonder what that back pocket would have been. There are teams who think Dubis had a move in his back pocket. Um, well, like I know what that like we I know what that means. Basically, just means like he had a he, he had you know he, he had a trade in mind, and then I think it just didn't didn't fall through, or it just fell through and it didn't work out. Like that's just that's just what happens. Um, and he's just waiting for the cap to go down, uh, a cure cap space because the longer you wait, the more cap space you have. And as the deadline gets closer and the bigger targets to potentially become available. So the way that they're talking about it and okay. So Linus Allmark is Batman 500 on the Buffalo Sabres, which is very hard to do. It's, it was the same thing like Jack Campbell on the Vegas uh, Golden Knights. He had like a uh, not Vegas Golden Knights uh, on the LA Kings. He had like a crazy, he had like a 920 Wait, on like. What? Uh, Jack Campbell on uh, not Vegas, uh, LA uh, on the LA Kings. They were really bad. Yeah. He had like a 920 or something, and that team was terrible, but he had an amazing save percentage. 
Mm -hmm. So like maybe this is another player that we can take to um, to have him on the team. So I don't know. Uh, so update because the Leafs are playing tonight against the thing. Um, Blake Wheeler is taking part of the morning skate. So it just came up on my feed. It is is in the bar is in the morning skate. Yeah, he is in the morning skate. Okay, okay. Uh, I get was no he, he well he was in the last game so I think he I got think injured he, though he came oh, out he did? with okay. injury. Okay. Uh, well I missed the second third so yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Um. All right. So. So you are under the impression that Frederick Anderson will not come back, right? The way that things are looking, I think he might just be LTIR'd for the rest of the season. Meaning he's injured or meaning the Leafs don't want to play him? Uh, He's injured. Because, like, okay, so this is my logic. Like, this is just my thinking. Like, okay, let's say he he does have an injury that's going to keep him out for, like, the next two weeks. It's been, like, two weeks since he hasn't played. Has it been two weeks? I think it it has been. It's felt felt like that much. So I think anything like about like depending on how like there's only 20 games or so like left in the season. Um, I like if I think if he was like nothing serious and he could have like played eventually, like if he was like a couple weeks out, I think we would have known like that he's like week to week. But we and here's another thing. Here's another have... thing. You you realize, um, on your forward group, you realize your depth when a guy gets when a guy either gets traded or claimed off waivers, and then, and then you still play the game, and it's like and it's like you don't even notice they were there in the first place. Yeah. Jack Campbell's coming to the net, and you've, and he's performed so well that you almost forget the Leafs have another goaltender. Yes, but he's, he's... performed so well in that starting. Yeah, but Jack Campbell isn't 100%. He's he's not 100%, and that's a problem. I mean, but what's what kind of value are you going to give up for a goaltender during this kind of season is my question. I don't think it's going to be a lot. It's Buffalo. Like, I don't think it's going to be a lot. He's also a um, UFA, I think, so like it's, it's not going to be a lot. Uh, I don't, I, I, so are you thinking that the Leafs just, no, they, they wouldn't one for one, that one, that wouldn't make sense. So, so what, what would, what are you willing to give up for that? I don't know. Like it's that the, depends if we're making anything else with Buffalo. Cause if it's Taylor Hall, then, um, I, I, you really think the you really think the Sabres would trade Linus Allmark and Taylor Hall to the Leafs? Yeah, they they stink, they stink. They ended their 18 game losing streak like a couple days ago. Okay, like they stink. Like, yeah, congratulations. To in their last three but, in their last three games, they have a point. They got a point. In their last three yeah. games, good for them. But like, I don't know, like like literally anything. Like it, the, Buffalo stinks. Like they, they like. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't Mark think they would is. trade those two players to one team. That's my thinking. Is I don't think they would trade oh, those okay, two yeah, players yeah, yeah. to one I team guess. because they're both important players. Though, lol, it's funny. They're both important players to that team. They both make a lot of money. I don't think they trade them both to the Leafs, especially especially since the Leafs have no money or no no money to spend. Yeah. 
Um, so Anderson is progressing well. We'll be reassessed next week. That's just mm-hmm. what I have from my notes. Um, but yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's interesting. They did talk to Buffalo about it, so it, it could. It's something that they are aware of that it could be m- much worse than uh, they expected. So like they have, they're keeping it in like in relatively like in front of them or like, just like they're keeping their eye on it. That's, that's better saying. I mean, okay. You're keeping your eye on it, but like you, this is what I hate about the trade deadline. You could talk as much as you want, just, or do something. Yeah. You could talk as much as you want, but just, just do something. You know why nothing is being done? Why? Because the predators are back in the playoff spot. Don't even get me friggin' started. I want to talk about that division later, but I no, uh, don't even get me started on how on how idiotic some teams can be. It's no, it's not idiotic. It's the point system. That that's what's idiotic about this. We talked about this like a couple of times already on this podcast, but the point system is just so idiotic. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about no, like, no, no, no. Uh, I, okay, 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 okay. Um. So NHL postpones all Canucks games till April sixth, mm-hmm. um, and surprisingly, they we don't play them that entire time. Uh, we play I the some, Canucks. However, I had some more bad news for you uh, when it comes to the Canucks. Uh, like I have it on my like the Canucks got have six um, six more players that have tested positive. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it might come out that they test like even more players come out as uh, with positive tests because they're going to test them tonight at 530 ish. So mm-hmm. it could be we could not have the uh, things or they the Canucks. the Canucks for like the next two weeks or so. So yeah. two, two and a half weeks and we play them April 17th and 19th. Mm-hmm. So that's more than two weeks. Uh, actually, that's just over two weeks. So depending on how things roll out, um, we might have a just demolished uh, Canucks team or those two games will get postponed. So we'll see how that uh, goes. It's, uh, it's, it's, we knew that it was going to happen here, but it just it finally did. And now it's just we don't really know what to do about it. I mean, like that's that's the problem with all of these with with all with this with this friggin uh, just, just time is we don't know how to solve this answer. Yeah. What? Okay. What I thought was stupid, and I talked about this with Trevor, and the NHL has to get their shit in order for once in their goddamn lives. So they, so Adam Gaudet in the middle of a practice, they found out he tested positive and took him off the ice. The next day, the Canucks practiced anyways. Yeah. How how dumb are you? How stupid and idiotic and ignorant are you? I don't know if that's the Canucks or if that's the NHL in general. Because if I'm the Canucks, I think the, that's a, I think it's the players' association. It's I think it's the NHL. When it comes to COVID, I think it's the NHL and the players' association. They should be on top of it like Hawks. The same thing with the whole if I'm the Canucks, Because if I'm the Canucks, I'm thinking, hey, uh, no, I ain't practicing. Screw you. Like I ain't I ain't risking that shit. No way. Yeah. But but they practiced anyways. And if, but if it's the NHL, and if the NHL, I'm mad at them too. I'm so, like it's the second time they did that with the Sabers earlier on in the season. Yeah, it's also I, I, I think it's a combination of both them and the PA. 
Yeah, I th- I think when it comes to practices, I think it uh, it's Vancouver's Canucks. It's I think it's their territory. I don't think like the NHL has it. But if someone tests positive, they should end everything right away. Everyone put on their yes. masks, get out of there. Because if someone did get it, then they can isolate those people. They get all tested, so then they can isolate those people, and then then we would we, maybe we'd have like three people that have COVID instead of six plus and still we don't know if there is more mm-hmm. like oh and that and that's yeah. what's so irritating it's like there's it's like you could you could do it and or uh, you could solve this in such an easier way yeah and in this instance if you don't practice then okay then it's like okay you said three players you isolate those three players maybe the Canucks miss a game or two yeah you know but now it seems like, but now the Canucks are probably going to be forced to miss like two weeks. Which, like, depending on like the rescheduling, how it's going to do- be done. Like, I don't know their schedule here. Let me find the Canucks schedule. That it's it's going to be like they're going to have to play like back to backs a couple times. But honestly, like, but honestly, like, if, if I'm a Canucks fan, I'm thinking, yo, the season's over. What the fuck's the point, even of rescheduling? That all too. This? Yeah, that too. But actually, if you ask, but if you ask Jim Benning, no, they're uh, they're they're in that playoff hunt. So um, target th- uh, Thursday uh, for return Thursday. So April eighth is their return target, but that's like there's a, no way less than a that. week away. Then I don't think so. There's no way they'll make that. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're gonna make that. But um, but it also messes up everyone else's schedule. So it, depending on how everything goes, like. <laughs> like that and, and that's and that's just what's frustrating me is like okay uh, and then if you're saying like oh it must have been the canucks the actual canucks being like okay we'll practice anyways then you're stupid whoever decided whoever it was that decided let's practice anyway the next day you are stupid you are a moronic ignorant person who who, who did not care of the risk in front of you yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm just assuming that like, because coaches decide when there's practices and stuff like that. So like, I'm assuming that NHL like doesn't step in when it comes to practices. Um, but for some reason, I I don't understand why the NHL didn't step in, being like, okay, you guys have COVID, so shut everything down. Yeah. The next like week, figure out who has COVID, who doesn't, so that we can like figure out what's going on. I think I don't know, like. It's disappointing. This league is kind of a joke. Um, for the last like two weeks or so, I've noticed that it's just going going downhill with like uh, refs and just other stuff happening around the league. So I don't know. Um, also, I was I wanted like I don't know if this is like just I brought up the topic of refs, but did you notice the Oilers? Did you watch the Oilers game? Because I know you were working, but did you watch the Oilers? Uh, the Oilers game on Monday. Yeah, the three two uh three two overtime thing. Uh yes. Did you think that it felt like an um felt like a playoff game? Yeah. Where like the refs kept their whistles and nothing really nothing was called or anything. And they I mean, kind of yeah. just Yeah. That's just okay. I, I don't know how it works. I don't know how officiating works. I just don't. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm an expert in making calls, but I'm also not gonna say like, or I'm, and I'm also, but I'm also like, it's super obvious to see that they just weren't deciding to call penalties that game. 
Yeah, it was and when they did call so one for the for the Leafs, they ended up giving one to the Oilers the next period. Yeah, or or you know in the same period. It's also like the Oilers did something to the Leafs that Wayne Simmons did to the Oilers, and it got called, but the Leafs thing didn't get called. Exactly. It's the, it's the exact same conversation we've been having for. Um, so ever. some positive or negative, depending on how you look at this, uh, coming from Vancouver is Demko got signed five over five. Um, I don't know how Trevor reacted to that or how he's doing about it. Um, what do you think about it? And um, I think they shouldn't have signed this contract. I think this is really it's, it's not a bad contract for Demko. But I think when it comes to the scope of the team, like the entire team, like looking at the entire team, this was like a bad con. You should not be signing your goalie when your star players aren't signed yet. Well, think of it this way. You are locking down your future goaltender for the next five years. Yeah. But it's also like if if you could have. And if you you also buy UFA years, buying UFA years are are more expensive. Yeah. It gets more expensive when you buy UFA years. Yeah. So, so Trevor said I thought that they I thought they could they could get him closer to four million, but I guess that's the price you play for pay for buying UFA years. And also Demko's only twenty six years old. Yeah. And and now this leaves this leaves the Canucks to be able to expose um, Brayden Holtby in the expansion draft. Oh. That makes sense. Okay. I didn't really think of I forgot. So about if you that. think of it from that perspective, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Because Demko is like, I think maybe the C- Seattle would take Demko as like their like backup goalie or like one of their goalies, just like a duo tandem type thing. So it could be interesting to see what that goes. I didn't really think of that. I completely forgot that the whole expansion thing is happening. Yeah, uh, I like I could see them taking Holtby. Especially now because they're going to expose them. Like I could see them taking Brayden Brayden Holtby for. Their, I think for their... I think there's a high chance they'll take Holtby and um, Jake Allen. That's another good point. Yeah. Like if you're taking if you want two backup goalies that are like that you just share the net, those are two goalies that I'm I'm fine with having. Uh, Adam Wilds. I don't know about like, Holtby, but Adam Wilds is something funny. It's like how about you 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 uh you take Holtby and you sign Anderson. You have Anderson playing the regular season, Holtby playing the playoffs. Yeah, that that also works. But then you need a third <laughs> goalie to not, like let Anderson survive this regular season. Like, he's not playing eighty two games. Like it's no shot. Hilarious. I thought that was I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. Yeah. But uh, you saying Jake Allen? That's a really that's a good one. That's a good point too. So, um. Now, now that you brought up Jake Allen, um, so imagine the Habs, the Habs next year with just like, like how they've always done it with just like prices, prices just hauling, hauling ass, hauling that team yeah. through treacherous waters the entire season. What? He hauls ass and then what? I, exactly. <laughs> they do, they, they do nothing. They do nothing at the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like Price is like a odd, like he's good sometimes, he's bad sometimes. Like, I like I don't really know, like, what they See, expect what's, from him. What I what I, I think the Habs fans are too hard on Carey Price because they're always they always yes. expect him to be they always expect him to be a certain way. Where but it's, it's also like, like we are terrible on our goalie. So like 
But no, but them on Carey Price is a whole different thing because imagine imagine having one goalie for 15 years. That 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 too. Yeah, that's that's pretty brutal. Because they've seen Carey Price be Vezina caliber, Hart caliber, and when he's not that, and when he's not playing up to potential, it's it's always Carey Price's fault. So yeah. it's a weird it's a weird thing. Um. I want to talk about just uh, actually. What else do we have to talk about? I have a couple. Other I have an article. I, I have an article I'd like to read to you. Uh, what is it about? Uh, it's about everyone's favorite Finn. Oh yeah, Patrick Line. Um, I yeah, that was my next point actually. Um, he has one goal in his last fifteen games, or sixteen games, so, something ridiculous uh, like that. Go for it. So. Lining has surely gone sideways, having just one goal, three assists, and four points in a minus ten. <laughs> it is in his last six, in his last sixteen games. Um, and and the worst part of it is like this is Patrick Line. Patrick Line. What's Patrick Line's thing? He scores goals, lots of goals. He shoots the puck. Yeah, he shoot he shoots the puck. Lining has thirty three shots in his last sixteen games, which is barely two two shots per game. Yeah, that's brutal. And uh, so Line said, uh, "I've always, I've always told everyone I'm not worried as long as I'm getting chances." So I feel like this is kind of new. I'm not even getting chances. You, you can even hear it. You can hear the frustration in his voice. He's like, "I'm not even getting chances to yeah. shoot." Uh, that's something I. That's something I've never had before. I guess that's just the way it goes sometimes. Um, I still have to play the same way. Uh, play just as hard and hopefully find a way to do to do your best and hopefully score a score every now and then. So what I get from that is Jordan Tortorella has put him in such a, such a, <laughs> such a situation, to, uh, such a place to fail that he can't even get the chance to shoot a puck. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not good. Like he is someone that scores like, um, like he, he's 30 goals, 30, 30 goals, 30 goals, a season, 30 yeah, 30 goals a season in his sleep. Like 40, yeah. 40 goals is 40 goals is an average season for him. Yeah. And what is John Tortorella doing that he can't even put up? Um, okay, so he has regular season, he has nine goals, he has eight assists, he has 17. Does he points. have 10 goals in thir- how many games he play? 30, 30, 30-something? He has seven goals with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay, so so in 28 has, games. In 28 games, he doesn't even have 10 goals. Yeah. So what you can, is John- you can argue? Yes, you can argue that. Um, yes, you can argue that he just hasn't found. Um, he just hasn't found his stride in Columbus. Okay, I can I can see that. However, he scored six goals I think in his first like uh, twelve games or something. He scored yeah. six goals in his first uh, dozen and a half games in Columbus. So. I think there is a problem with coaching there. He should just be on the power play and just like getting fed pucks and him just standing in. He should just be doing Ovechkin, what Ovechkin does. All right. But, so you want to, do you want to hear what John Tortorella has to say? Giver. He, I'm surprised that guy hasn't been fired yet because I'd expect him to be fired. Let's see if they, I'd like where, to, where are they in the standings. Uh, they're sixth in their division. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, still- I, I'd like to see line a get, uh, go, go with the puck more. I envision him as an unbelievably skilled power forward. I'd like to see him bring some power into his game. 
and that's skating with the puck uh, and taking people one-on-one. You guys so had a want... power forward. You sent him away it's to win a almost like you want Pierre-Luc Dubois, who nah. you traded away for Patrick like... Laine. So now they're turning Patrick Laine into Pierre-Luc Dubois. Which, it's not going to work. That's it's, not going to work. You can't. It's like teaching, tra- trying to get Nylander to play defensively. It, it doesn't work. It, they it want, just, he, it's he not wants, his DNA. He wants to turn Patrick Laine. He said he wants him to go one-on-one more. He wants to turn Patrick Laine into like Nathan McKinnon, where he'll just like go, th- go through, um, you know, Alex Petrangelo or whatever defenseman one-on-one. Or like Marner. Just, or Marner where he or just like dang, around the, uh, just dangling the around everywhere. That's not how he plays. Yes. That's not his. I... And I don't think that. I don't think it's fair to Patrick Line to just turn him into this new player. Yeah, it's it's also so. like it's it's like his third or fourth season in the league. Like it's it's redundant, it's, really. Sorry, one, two, three, five seasons. This is his fifth yeah. season. It's too late for him to switch up his entire playing style. Like it's redundant. Yeah, it's redundant. Yeah, it's completely redundant. I don't you know understand. What you, you know what you do, and people and, and people are like, oh, he doesn't have a center. He doesn't have a center. Make one. Make, or make get a center. Domi, make Dak no, because they traded their center away. <laughs> make um, Max Domi a center and play him and, and play him. Just have him feed the puck, feed the puck, feed the puck. Have Zach Wierenski on the power play just the entire time. Round the horn goes Salina, smash. Round the horn goes Salina, smash. That's how he scores goals. You can't turn him into a power I, forward. I I have a center that we can send. We I have a, a, a center that could work on that team. Does he play for the Leafs? He may play for the Leafs. Alexander uh, Kerfoot. Uh, okay, I thought that's what I, that's where I thought you were going. No, um, oh, no, no, I, I, I don't see, I, I, don't see that working for him. I really don't, I really don't see, I really don't see that working for Patrick Laine. That what for him and no, I, if if we're sending Alexander Kerfoot, we oh, get wait, Patrick you're, Laine. Oh, oh wait, sorry, sorry, you're talking about trading Kerfoot to the Blue yes. Jackets for? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about giving, uh, giving them Kerfoot to play with Patrick Laine because I was like, I don't see that. No, there's no oh, way the Blue no, Jackets that, are that taking would, that. That would not work. There's um, no way the Blue Jackets are going to take first, first, and Kerfoot. They have a center, and then they have a future first round pick that's probably not going to be anything because we'll probably get someone in like the third or fourth round that's so much better than them. But we don't need more offense. We don't need more offense. Yeah, it, I do guess. that in the well, offseason. Like, it would be do fun. that. It do would, that in the offseason. It would be fun. How about this is what we do? We do that in the offseason. We trade Kerfoot in the first, and then we sideline it for three million dollars. Boom. That's that, how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. I don't know. And you have but, you have your you have your top line of Marner, Matthews, and Line. I like that. I like I like what I think. And defensively, like they're not going to be ever in the uh, defense zone, so it doesn't Who matter. Who cares? Um. So okay, it's because I want to solve this problem for the Blue Jackets, but the problem has to be get rid of your coach because he's turning him yep. into a friggin' he's turning him into like um. He's, he's turning him into a John Tortorella clone. You know what they, you know what they did? They messed up by trading Dubois. They should have fired. I done a full one eighty on that trade. The Jets just completely made up like bandits with that trade. Yeah, they should have fired Tortorello the second Dubois was upset. Not the second, but like to the point where he didn't want to play for the team anymore. So last, so do you think at the end of last season when they lost to Tampa Bay? 
yeah maybe yeah i think so or like whenever it went sour because it did go sour at one point we saw it we saw it again in the series against the against columbus yeah but and, and this is the whole stupid thing where it's like Dubois clearly upset, and then he goes off and scores a hat trick, and it's like, and it's like, you see, Tortorella's uh, tough, tough demeanor is what yeah. turns uh, turns around uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. So, getting a new coach is easier than finding a player like Dubois. Now, but people are talking about getting Bruce Boudreau. Bruce Boudreau's a hard ass too. He's not like he's he's not a he's not a light guy. He's a hard ass as well. And so here's and so here's my question. And they were talking about it on Tim and Friends. Will will coaches like John ever be a thing again with these with these new group of group of players with these players coming up? No, I don't think so. I th- see. And okay, they so can, they can these coaches they can whine and complain all they want about this new generation and how oh they're you know you know this like depression and whatever. I'm sorry. They, they are they are not afraid to speak up and be like this. Akeem Aliu, this coach was threat was threatening me and this coach made me fall out of love with the sport that I grew up loving yeah. and and fucked with my mind really yeah like um like I won't I won't be surprised we all know torts is tough but I won't be surprised to have a player come out and be like no John Tortorella literally messed with my mind and just I, I I don't think we're gonna have another Mike Mike Babcock situation with Tortorella. I don't think it'll be that. I don't th- I don't think it'll be that bad, but it'll be like it'll be like John John Tortorella picked on me and yelled at me every single day, and it made and it made me it made me hate hockey and it made me cry. Yeah, people um, are, and people are gonna call him a sissy, and that, that's that's your prerogative. But I'm sorry, I I'm just one of those people where I can't have someone yelling at me every single day. I I don't know I don't if you're the same. Anyone, I, don't, I don't think I don't uh, know if you're the same way. No, I am. It's. I don't think anyone anyone likes getting yelled at constantly. Like it just. It's not fun. But I think another thing that we have to take into account is this team is built to play Tortorella's style. And if you bring in another coach, he's gonna have to change everything. So I'm assuming that they thought they can get into the playoffs, but they should have just been like, okay, we have to take this year. We have Dubois, a number one center that. Two, two way power forward that we need to keep because it's easier to get a good coach or a new coach than it is to find someone like Dubois and trading away assets. It's not even talking about like that and just how he's treating it. It's they should have just kept Dubois. Maybe Matt Duchesne would have stayed if there wasn't a different head coach. I don't think so. I don't think no? so. I, 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 I think, think so. I think they all knew. I think they all knew that they were there for a short amount of time. Just but just think of think of the players that they that they've just run out of town. Artemi yeah. Panarin. Yep. Pierre Luc Dubois. Bobrovsky. 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 And Bobrovsky was a different scenario than Artemi Panarin because Panarin was only there for like, I want to say two, maybe three years. Yeah. But Bobrovsky had been there. So for a, a very 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 long time yeah he was there for a long time um and i think he and he wanted the first plane out of there yeah he did and i think it, it was because of i think it it was directly because of tortorello and their relationship um i don't think it was like contract wise or anything like that i think there he would have gotten paid if he would have stayed there, i remember there being some conversation that that we heard 
I remember there being some conversation that we heard about. Yeah, where weren't they like they just completely went at it? Yeah, were they yelling at each other in the middle of like a period, and then he just pulled him? Toronto uh, pu- pulled Bobrovsky, so. and then so. they were just yelling at each other like during the uh, like uh, break or whatever, like uh, between during, periods. yeah during commercial break. Like um, that's and that's, and I think that's another thing is like, play. It was it was burned into your brain to not stand up for yourself, but now players aren't afraid to stand up for themselves. Yeah. How about fuck you and stop and stop yelling at me because that's not going to make yeah. me play better. Um. Yeah. Just, it's... I'm, this this <laughs> this segment has really shown how much I'm just I'm done with that coach. I'm just completely yeah. done with that coach, and it has nothing to do. There's nothing to do with like. Like I, I respect him. I think he's been a good coach, but I just I don't like. He has mentality. adapted. His he mentality. Adapt. He he adapted more than Mike Babcock. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Like, but his mentality of the more I yell at you, the better I'm gonna get out of you. It doesn't work anymore. It's and players actually, don't respond to that. That coaching style has a limit. It does. And I think the limit was last year, and that's what that's it. Like once the limit hits. You're, you're, it's done. No one's ever gonna like respect you or like listen to you or just like do anything when it comes to you and just you as a coach. And I, I think it's. If, I don't know time. if you feel this way. I don't know if you feel this way. Um, was your was your dad was your dad a yeller when he was mad? No. No. Okay. My dad, when we were younger, was a bit of a yeller. As we got older, my dad would still do that. And by the time we were just we were just we thought it was funny. We would literally yell. We, we, he would be yelling at us and be angry with us. And we just thought it was funny. We would start laughing. And to see one guy, all he do, does is yell, 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 yell. Yeah. I, I think it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> at it, some it point, I'd be like, this is uh, funny. This is funny. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not intimidated. You think I'm intimidated yeah. by, by something that I've seen all the time? I'm not intimidated yeah. by you. It, it runs out. And that's I think that's what happened with the Blue Jackets. And I think that they're done. I think when it comes to that coaching, I think he's he's not coming back to he's not coming back to Columbus next year. So the only way for them to for them to really convince me or convince Patrick Line to stay here. Patrick Line is not staying. I don't think he's but the only way they can convince him is get towards the hell out of there. And if and if they get towards the hell out of there and get him someone to play with, then maybe he'll come back. I don't. I don't think he's coming back. I think. Then again, but the thing is, they can do whatever they want because he's an RFA. He can't just leave. Oh, he to can't tra- just leave. I thought he could just leave. No, because he's an RFA. Oh, so, I thought he was a UFA. No, he's an R. He's an RFA. So they can they can hold out. They can trade him as much as they want, or they, they can oh, hold out. Oh, okay. They can hold out as long as they want, and if he's still like, "Get me the hell out of there," then they, then they're then they'll have to trade him. Oh, okay. So I th- I thought I was gonna bring up the next thing. I was gonna be like, "Oh, does Patrick sign Liney sign like a one year eight million dollar co- or six million dollar contract like uh like Taylor Hall did when and then like do a prove it year?" Um, but I I didn't know that he was a RFA. He's I thought it was a UFA. I don't think he's a prove it to me kind of player because everyone knows who he is. Is, is he, is he RFA not, or? He is an RFA. I think he's oh, an he RFA, but with like arbitration. So, oh, like okay. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so this he is, has like, he has like, he has 18 points or whatever. No, like 70. Yeah. Just, we were looking at it. He has like 17 points. That's like arbitration wise. That's like a million dollars. Damn. Okay. So here's, here's, here's a great quote. 
this is from Lanny. I don't know what to say. I've never really been a guy who's playing in the corners or behind the net much. Yeah. And that sums it's, it up. That's yeah. not that's not who he is. And yeah, that perfectly hate, sums it up. You can hate it all you want. That's not the player that he is. You know yeah. who he is? I'm gonna stand by the by the boards and I'm gonna rip one timers bar dizzy. Yeah. And that that that's what he should be doing because he's good at that and he just that's what he does. It's, he's the best at that. Um, and he, yeah, says, so, he says right after, uh, I'm usually the, I'm usually the high guy looking for the openings where I can where I can maybe receive the puck and try to shoot it. That's that's what I'm good at. But you yeah. still have to do other other things. So I don't know. It's a tough one. I love how he says one it's sentence. It's a tough one. <laughs> I love how that I love that one sentence. That's what I'm good at. Yeah. That's what that's what sounds <sighs> that's what he's good at. Yeah, that's what is not he, whatever that's... the hell not whatever the hell John Tortorella was trying is is trying to make him do. Yeah. Um, so some other things, I think we're gonna start wrapping up soon, but uh, some other things, if you want to just uh, chime in, um, Nathan McKinnon gets fined $5,000 okay. for throwing pause, a helmet. Pause. Right there. Pause. Pause. What the hell was he thinking? <laughs> what do you mean? You just well, never in my life. Never in my life have I been like, I'm going to throw this helmet at someone. <laughs> never in my life have, have I been in, I've never been in that situation because also, and I just keep thinking, it's like, why did he do that? What the hell is the point of that? He's, he just chucked He's his returning helmet. his helmet. Oh, shut up. He chucked it right at his face. Yeah, I guess. But, like, it was he was fine. Like, I don't expect, yeah, like, whatever. Like, the, 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 uh, the team paid that 5,000 like this. Like, he paid, paid it, like, right away. Like, it didn't, well, of course. Matter. Yeah, I like, guess not a problem. But I'm just like, what the hell was he trying to do? It's a pretty funny clip, though. Like they're just gonna, oh, it's that's hilarious. Gonna be a meme clip. Like they're gonna be editing that like to shit. And there's gonna be so much like clips and edits that are gonna be happening from that. It's gonna be great. Um, another fine that came up was um, McDavid fined five thousand for elbowing um, Kakaniemi, mm-hmm. which like uh, do you think that, th- was, that an was an elbow? Or, that was an elbow. Um, he got his. He got his. He got his elbow up. He didn't have the puck. He hit him right in the face. Like that's an. That's an elbow. Yeah. yeah like okay. he got called on. And he got like I wouldn't. I wouldn't have suspended it for. I wouldn't have suspended him for it. But to find him, that makes that's that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um. Aaron Eggblad is out for the season. Injury. And that was brutal. That they was said twelve brutal. weeks. So that's three months. And unless the Panthers just do a miracle run to like the finals, then maybe. But mm-hmm. uh, like April, May, June, July. Brutal. So like July, July, he might be coming back. So, so the cup final, they say the cup final is going to be in July, right? Around then? Yeah, around then. All right. So I'm, I'm calling it right here. I'm calling it right here. July 12th, my birthday. To all of the Toronto Maple Leafs in the in the land hey one second before you get too excited let me um let me find okay um may 11th stanley cups playoff begin um july 15th last possible date for the stanley cup final to all the leafs if you make it to the cup final and lose the cup on my birthday i will never forgive you ever 
July first is like the the like the beginning of the Stanley Cup Finals. If they lose the cup on July twelfth, two thousand twenty-one, my twentieth birthday, I don't think I'll ever forgive them. <sighs> yeah, it's it's gonna be. Interesting Please don't. If they could, you imagine they win the cup on July twelfth on my fucking birthday, my twentieth birthday. You're getting ahead of yourself. We're trying to get past the first Wait round. Too long for this. We're trying to get past the first round and hopefully we get out of the division into the top four. I don't care. I can say whatever I want. It's, it's going to be my birthday. It is your birthday. I will bring a beer, a case of beers. Leave it at your front door. I will come bring a case at my, whole, uh, at my house and then we'll drink through Zoom. Okay? Yeah. That's going to be your birthday present. Yeah. Okay. Um... So we are going to have a like busy summer. So July 15th is the last possible date for Stanley Cup finals. Uh, July 21st is expansion. July 23rd to 24th is NHL draft. And then July 28th is free agency. After that, I'm taking like a month off because that's going to be like all of July is going to be packed. So Um, I don't know if you have this in your overtime. Did you see Eric Carlson? Oh, the apple eating quote? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I had that thing. Um, I had that um, n- next. I don't I think guess. I laughed. I don't think I laughed any harder than my time. Because <laughs> they were talking about this. Is it just eating an apple make you make you look so powerful? Just fucking... <laughs> like, you're just eating the thing for no reason? Yeah, it's great. Um, um, here, do you want to listen to the clip? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I do. Right here. Um, one second. Um, before we listen to that... Um, yeah, so Aaron Eckblad is out for the season, and then um, Eric Stahl uh, is gonna have his debut today in Montreal. Boo! No one cares. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, okay. No, um, I'm kidding. Gonna... I'm kidding. I like Eric Stahl. Okay, one second. I would have wanted him to go to the Hurricanes because that's where he wanted. That's where like he's more known. Because he played, he played, he started his career there. I want to come. Yeah, there. yeah. If anything, if anything, it would have been, it would have been cool just to see, especially because his brother's there. His brother is the captain there. Yeah, that that'd be cool to think. Um, uh, something that's sounds. crazy. Something that's crazy is like the three Stall brothers that are in the NHL. They've all played a thousand games. Like that's that's unheard of. I did not know that. Wild. Okay, here's the uh, sound. Eric, is that the best office of game you've ever had? Uh two goals and essentially a hat trick when the game winner and the uh, shootout. Not even close. <laughs> Shang. You can hear him biting into the apple. It's great. It's not even close. Not Takes even another close. bite of the apple. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> can you just play the... Like, oh, no, don't, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But, like, <laughs> just the not even close parties in the middle of taking a one more time for those listening at home. Like, really Eric, listen in. The- you'll be able to hear him, like, uh, just biting the apple. Eric, is that the best offensive game you've ever had? Uh, two goals and essentially a hat trick when the game winner and the uh, shootout? Not even close. <laughs> Shang. <laughs> Where did he get an apple from? I don't it's know. Just, it's so random. Like, he's just <laughs> sitting there eating a thing and just eating an apple. Like, oh, that's my God. great. Eric Eric Carlson's had some great quotes recently. Like he had yeah. the one about like the rebuild, and now he's just he's like, yeah, I didn't come here apple. to plant to play it for a rebuild. 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's an great. apple. Oh, freaking great! Just so, so great. And uh, whoever whoever asked that question, dude, like, <laughs> you just got the quote of the century. Yeah, Not even it's, close. It's... Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking. Like, what's what's a game that Eric Carlson? What's a game that Eric Carlson has played for the Sharks where he's played better than that? Um, sorry, one more time. I was just I looking just, at Twitter, sir. No, he's like, he's like, you know, is that the best offensive game you played? And he bites it. It says not even close. Now all I think is, what's the best? What, what's a better game that Eric Carlson's played for the Sharks that was the best offensive game of his career? <laughs> Probably that one. Like I can't uh, yeah. think of another of another game. Yeah, when it comes to him with know. the Sharks, like, oh, so funny. When it comes to him with the Sharks, then. I think yeah, this is probably his like best game. I don't think he had a hat trick with the Sharks. Um, I'm sure he's actually you no. Know, he's he's probably had a better game like with the Sens, but that was like in his prime. Yeah, in his absolute prime, he was incredible. Sorry, and, yeah. He <laughs> just just to see that. Oh, it's just prime prime Eric Carlson. So funny. So 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 funny. Are, so, you, are you looking up something or just? Yeah, uh, Sportsnet Murphy, uh, Dan Murphy from on Hockey Central at noon said that it looks like it could be upwards of double digits with players and staff when all is said and done for the Canucks. So that is that's not good. Oh, so, that's so. That just... is not good. Um, but. Yeah, that's that's, that's tough for the team. That's um, a lot of people. Yeah, so I t- that's not good for the for the Canucks. Hopefully, everything is everyone is safe. Nothing ha- like serious happens to them, and uh, they m- all make a full recovery and they're back for for the Leafs games. Um, so there might be some rescheduling. So I'm, 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 there might be the, the Stanley Cup finals might be pushed back like a week or so just so that they can fit in all the games. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough for the Canucks. I'm going to, oh, I wish I can, I wish I could share my screen. I'm just going to put this up. <laughs> it's a picture of Eric Carlson eating a green pepper with Steve yeah, Dangle's face on it. <laughs> it's on Steve Dangle's uh, Twitter. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll like it or retweet it or whatever. Oh, my it's funny. goodness gracious. There's, uh, <laughs> it's... um, uh, we, tonight we were there. I remember we were there when he ate a green pepper at the movie theaters. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were there. They were, they were doing the charity for Easter Seals. Uh, Easter Seals. And they played a bunch. They, yeah, they played a bunch of, uh, they played Games. Chell there. And yeah. yeah, yeah All yeah. right. Sorry. Continue. Um, so we're playing Winnipeg tonight at eight o'clock tonight. Um, how do you think that that's going to go? And um, are we getting the dub? I think we're going to get the dub. We're the dub. Uh, five nothing Leafs in overtime. Five. No- how do they go into overtime with five nothing? Do they score five? I don't know. We'll find overtime? a way. We'll find a way. Okay. The Leafs always <laughs> do. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Everything impossible. The Leafs have done it. Yeah, they they probably have. Um, Oh yeah, that's yeah. is Campbell starting today? I think he is. Uh, um, I, uh, I assume he was in practice yesterday. So I the best goaltenders, seven and zero oh, in his first seven starts. Can I say that those like people are like, oh, it's not a big enough sample size. Seven games having a what is it a nine something something? That's enough. That's enough of a sample size. Yeah, it's it's yeah. He he's been really good and uh, hopefully continues. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out uh, on Spotify. Recommend us to a friend. Uh, We'll be back next.
uh, they're playing Anyone? Sunday, so uh, my, my Easter Monday. I don't know. Uh, probably we'll yeah, see. on Tuesday. On Tuesday. We'll yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see how the schedule works out and um, how like our school shit is going along too, because we're we're in the final week of that, and then we're done. Um, so thanks for listening out uh, and check us out. Uh, see you guys next week.